Hey, welcome to the Ultimate Business Partner Podcast. Brendan's here, everybody. What's up, Brendan? Hey, bud. I was turning down my volume. You were yelling at me. I was yelling. Well, it's, you know, we were talking, Brendan and I were talking for like the last 15 minutes, just kind of getting our head around the, uh, what we're going to talk about today. And yeah, I was a little bit, I was in listening mode, but now I'm in, now I'm in podcast mode. So volume's going to have to be just, we have to raise it up a little bit. What's going on in Nashville, buddy? Um, I basically worked out at 5.30 this morning. Great workout with the assistant workout person. Um, this trainer guy that I did a loan for, he's got, I mean, you, you heart monitor up, you, you get in there and you get your heart rate up to 100% in the first 10 minutes. And then you go through these six circuits um, for 25 minutes or 24 minutes and it's brutal. And so it was his assistant. He was on vacation. He had his 50th birthday and nice. she just beat us down. So that coupled with some kid drop-offs at school, just had a client leave the office here. We did a smart start meeting for her. It was really good. And um, I've got another client coming in at 3.30. So, and you. That is a packed, action-packed, bright and early day. Yeah, and oh, hey, let me add one thing. Okay. Client calls me last night. We've worked with him three or four times over the last 15 years. Uh -huh. He's referred a bunch of his family. He's like the... Uh, He's the alpha of the whole group. Uh, they own car dealerships and rental property. He goes, Brendan, I need to cash out half a million dollars on my house. And I was like, Hamid, why? And he goes, well, um, he goes, I'm building three other houses. And he's like, I want a home equity line. I was like, Hamid, you don't want a home equity line. It's prime plus something. It'll take three weeks. I can get a mortgage closed faster and it'll be fixed and it'll be a better rate. He, I get his tax returns last night. Take a wild guess how many properties he owns. Mm, 12 23 so oh. mike and i have been doing the 1003 to calculate the income with 23 properties on two years tax returns Beautiful. it's been fun but we're trying to shove it in and it'll be a four hundred eighty-four thousand dollar loan for april so why well, not? good you know it's interesting you mentioned something i think that we should drill down on for um for our discussion today you mentioned you had somebody come in earlier and you have somebody coming in later and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm seeing kind of like this, this struggle, this common thing that happens where loan officers are not building enough value to increase like enough lead conversion. And what I mean by that is it, they're losing deals left and right. So they're getting leads, but they're losing deals. And, and something that perked my ears just now is you, you do it a lot different than what a lot of say, you know, more salespeople do. You take more of a, a consultant approach and have people come in. And I think that's a big piece of how you increase value. So can we, can we dive into how you increase value with your, with people that are referred? So I think the, the big thing is this, um, when I first was in the business, there was a guy that trained me and every client came to him and, um, and I was always fascinated because he just wouldn't do anything over the phone. And that was, there was no email back then. He was just like, Hey, you come to my office and you bring this. Well, I know but already people are saying, dude, that was 20 years ago. Technology right. today. Right, 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 right. I, I get you. I get you. So I think the big thing is this is as, as the world has become more informed, they become less informed. Ooh, and, and what do you mean? What do I mean is, is that like, just because you can look up something on Zillow or you look at something on your phone, the attention span of the average adult has, has gotten worse and worse. 
And statistically, I don't think more people use financial planners or accountants today than they did years ago. I think they're, they're more DIYers that are, are lost, okay? So over time, I just started to notice that working with accountants and financial planners and people that talked about money all the time uh-huh. is that like, you know, there was this form, right? And when I would have people come in long ago, I'd have them fill out a form. And on the form, I eventually said, God, who are they working with? Like the financial part of them. Do they have a financial advisor? Do they have an accountant? Do they have, have they done their will? Do they do a budget? Do they have anybody else advising them around their money? And when the circles down that line of yes, no, all said no, 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 then it dawned on me one day that when I got people face to face and every answer to an important critical financial question, a big question, yes or no, was no, Mm. that I could morph in for that 30 minutes to an hour and actually replace, be that person for them. Why? Because I look at tax returns every day. I know more than the average bear about accounting. Why? Because if I look at bank statements and W-2s and I look at um, uh, credit reports, I actually know how to budget a little bit because I see it all the time and I personally budget. So if I'm looking at numbers all day long, income, credit, and assets, you know, no, I'm not a certified financial planner, but I'm pretty freaking good after 20 years at looking at it going, Hey, I think I have a pulse on what the hell's going on here. Make sense? How do you translate that into, so yes, it makes sense. Um, How would you tell somebody to take that, experience, whether it's two years or five years or 20 years, but how do you take that and communicate that to where it adds value? Okay. So basically what it boils down to is this, when a client is referred to you, they Uh are nervous. Okay. Most of the conversations that you and Christy have, if you again, don't know what you don't, you're, you're a doctor, she's a lawyer. You have conversations about like houses and uh-huh. wanting to move or sure. whatever. And hey, sure. we're running for 2,500. And we think, you know, we really don't want our mortgage more than three grand. You just come up with table talk if right. you're not having a real conversation with a financial advisor and really digging into the numbers. It's anecdotal. It, it's just a conversation. The conversation becomes the reality until someone shatters that reality or challenges that reality. So I simply, there's a book called The Challenger Sale. My instinct is to always challenge because they don't know. When someone says, this is what I want, the Challenger Sale book says people don't know what they want. They don't know what they want. They say what they want until they're informed. So that's what I do. So if the phone rings, I have a very quick conversation. How were you referred? How How do you know the referring source? Great, here's how I know the referring source. Cool, before we start, um, did they have anything to say uh, You know about what, what, what did they say about our services when they referred us? Sometimes it'll be, oh my God, they said you're awesome, that they work with you all the time. I so you have, so hold on, hold on. Sure. You have a specific talk track that sounds like that. I mean, is that yes. literally what you say? Could you say that yeah. one more time? So the lead comes this way. Call, if if someone is, you know, it's so funny, this guy. This is critical. Yeah, there was a guy calling that, that I hung up on that when we were on this. And, you know, we could actually try to live it if you want. I just want to understand what you say. So well, I was going to do it live with, I could put this guy on speakerphone and do it right now, but okay. So here's, here is what I say. If they answer, I go, great. You know, this kid, there's a kid right now who's from Georgia, who's a first timer. Um, so I would say, you know, Hey, I just, I got your name from Josh. 
he, he'd say, great. And I'd say, Hey, real quick, you know, how did you meet Josh? He would tell me. And then I would say, Oh, well, great. I met Josh about five years ago at a real estate office. He runs a big Uh group here and Uh we've been working together for a really long time. Hey, before we start, I know Josh referred me. What did he have to say about our team and our services and how we've helped his clients in the past? Okay. I lead it. The guy might say, Oh, well, yeah, he just told me to call you. Okay, great. Well, Hey, um, Fred, um, are you sitting in front of a computer? Let's say that's a kind of a flat referral. Like, yeah, he just, uh, just met him. He said, call. Yeah. So, so, so basically what I would say is, Hey, I have a very specific format that I've helped Josh's clients get what they want in the past. It's on an email. I'm going to send you an outline Uh of what it would look like. Uh, are you sitting in front of your computer? Great. Here, I'm going to send this over now. Okay. So, um, you know, one of the things we do, you've never, have you ever purchased a home before? This kid's going to say no. And I'm going to say, great. Well, this outline will detail what we do. And, um, you know, and then basically every conversation is a little bit different. Think of it like this. If everybody were single on this call, man or woman, how you're sitting here asking me, is every call the same? Would, would every way you ever met somebody that you were attracted to be the same? No, I'm not, I'm not saying is every call the same, but I'm, what, I am, what I am saying is you have a formula, you have a plan or a talk. Yeah, yeah. So the plan, the plan at a certain point in time in that first 45 seconds to a minute and a half is I am just trying to feel out what their appetite is for learning uh-huh. and their entry. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then, and but then you say I, something key about you say something key where you connect back to the referral source. And then what I really like about what you said is you said I've helped Josh's clients get what they want. Yeah, like that so is that you know that's a very subtle but powerful, I think, statement because now you're my now I would assume if I heard that like okay cool he's my ally, right? So what we normally do is have you come in, Dino. Um, the meeting will take about 45 minutes. When do you and Christy have available today? It's Friday at one fifty-seven. What, what does your calendar look like next week? Yeah. Uh, I mean, assumptive close. I love it. That's another nugget. So do you come so natural to you, but I just want to take a second and make sure people are hearing this because that line that you use, the referral back, the assumptive close, all those are ways that go back to the question that a lot of people don't do on how you add value to increase conversion. Right. So, so you simply, um, I'm thinking this, I am thinking this, when you see a skier, uh, a downhill skier in the slalom, have you ever seen how they, how they put the, the guards on their arms and then they, the rhythm of how they knock down the poles? Sure. Uh-huh. I, I, that's exactly what I, I'm thinking. I'm knocking down poles. I've got my face guard on and my elbow guards up and you, and, and I don't care how many moguls you put in front of me. I'm going to knock down the pole cause I'm going down the mountain. Got That's it. how I feel when I do this. I don't feel any, there's no like, Oh, so here's the funny part. Let's say someone is resistant. Let's say they have questions. What I try to do is answer the questions in general. And if they start to get into rate and stuff, or anything involving specifics, I say, well, that's what we go through in your home buying scale or in the presentation. That's what we go through when you come in here. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's so funny, Dino. In the last 90 days, I've averaged about 30 to 40 referrals a month from business sources, past clients coming in. 
I've had one in the last 90 days that, that I set the appointment, he was coming in, then he calls me with a question, then he calls me again and he's like, hey man, I just want the rate. And I'll, you know, and basically, this is what I said, hey bud, uh, no problem, I'll get you a mortgage scale, I'll, I'll get it over to you this afternoon. Ready, ring, ring, agent, hey, Brendan here. You know your client's pretty much like shopping the hell out of you as the agent. He's a reload. Uh, and ready, her response, oh my God, he's already asked me to refund half of my commission. And I was like, oh, so he's a real treat. And so basically what, what and this guy told me the rates that he was getting were like a half of, as soon as he said he wanted rate, I said, hey, what do you have right now in your hand? Because I'll just tell you if it's good or not. Mm -hmm. He told me four and an eighth, zero and zero. This was like a month ago. I was like, wow, that's incredible. Well, let me get you an estimate and, um, you know, let me get you what you want. So question, Dino, do you think I sent him an estimate after no. I called the agent? No. I didn't. No. I didn't care. I don't care. No. And the agent and the agent pretty much was telling me the guy was an a-hole. So I wasn't losing faith with the agent that the guy would call her and go, hey, you're Brendan guy. Never sent me what I needed. This guy came in off radar and he was kind of a jerk. So one time in three months have I not been able to schedule an appointment or build value to where my system would benefit them. Does that mean everybody comes in? No, because you got relocating clients, people that need to have a Zoom meeting, or sometimes it needs to happen over the phone, or it just doesn't happen face to face. That's okay, but as soon as you dilute what you're selling and the process that you deliver to a client, it's, 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 you're, you're killing yourself. So I'll read you this and then we can, um, unless you have another question, cause I want to read you the comments. True story from the girl who just left my office. She makes 55,000 a year. Um, she's a dog trainer and she was referred by a realtor. Really nice girl. Um, we sent the email. She filled out the form. She set the time to come in. We just had the meeting. You want to hear what she said? Yeah. Because I did the mortgage scale for her, a document that we print. Um, it's kind of a breakdown after I recorded the whole meeting. Um, so I can shoot that over so you can keep that in your little data bank, Dino, for, for people who, who would want to listen to it maybe. Um, what did you learn today that you didn't expect? The top says uh, smart start meeting. This is from her. I was given a complete breakdown of the cost, the benefits of owning versus renting, which makes so much more sense to do. The breakdown of the costs was very thorough and it included some key components that I hadn't taken into consideration. I was very impressed with the presentation and the details. Nice. So if you want that, you have to get face to face. Agreed. And then you have to know it's not rocket science, but it's definitely um, Dino, this is 20 plus years of doing this and knowing about money and knowing about financial planning and knowing about stuff. But I'm, I don't think it takes 20 years. I think it takes, you know, someone has to have a brain and then they have to understand what their client's fears are and they have to be good at asking some questions. And then the subtlety of that form in the front of my office, when the client says, no, 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 I'll tell you what, that that's the sweep the leg you know, Johnny sweep the leg karate kid. Like that's when I know, especially if they're like yuppies and they're making two, 300 grand and the answers are no, or there's only one yes. And that, let's say it's the, they, they say yes to a financial planner 
and yes to an accountant. You know what I say when I sit down with them right when they're, they come into the conference room? I go, hey, um, I, I noticed you have a financial planner. How often do you talk to them? They look at each other and they're like, um, like, I don't you know. You mean the guy online? We've never met him. Yeah. Yeah. It could be, oh, we had this guy, we moved here from Wisconsin and he, he managed our 401k rollover plan. Right. And I'm like, so, so let me guess, he doesn't know you're having this meeting with me right now. Oh no, no, no. We never talked to them. I'm like, okay, so that's a no. Cause a financial advisor would be helping you budget and go through this stuff. Hey, that's totally cool. Betty and Paul. Why don't, why don't we do this for the next 45 minutes? I'm just going to morph in from everything I know about mortgages, whether it's two years in mortgages, five or 25, I'm going to morph in and try to give you the best advice. I use this line. I'm going to morph and try to be the financial, you know, all of these key providers as best as I can based on the answers to the questions you give me. And I'm going to give you feedback based on what's important to you. Would that be okay? That is a Mike Tyson uppercut line. Mm-hmm. And I say it because what I'm basically saying is, hey guys, you don't know what you don't know. And I'm about to teach you what you don't know. And if that's not enough to build value that I'm the guy that should be helping you, then go to Quicken. Fuck off. Get your 4% rate and go. Go to the guy that just fills your order with 20% down because that's what you think. I'm going to spend time and ask real questions and really figure it out. And I do get angry, not really, but my thing is this, if I could line up five people a day and go against the best loan officers that just quote rate and have good rates and that's what they do because that's their, their goal is to play a lot of golf and quote rates and have like an assistant do all the work. And then they say, Oh yeah, I closed 30 loans this month. I just don't think those people are advising their clients. And I, you know, honestly, Dino, I don't even know if they're offering them that much better of a rate or not. I just, I think the value of our business right now moving into the us versus Quicken or these online lenders is to be debt managers, is to really be people that advise clients and sit down with them because people don't talk about their money. They don't talk about their money. They don't talk about their credit. They don't talk about their accounting and they don't talk about the things that they really like when we're not selling any of those services, the power of getting face to face with people is that they feel comfortable if you're comfortable talking about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they and then they go, God, that was helpful. You know, any loan officer listening, when your clients have nose to all those things, you could then say this: Hey, guys, was this helpful? Say yes, Dino. Yes. Cool. Hey, what I think, Dino and Christy, you might want to call Bruce Hicks, my accountant. You don't have to use him, but he could really help you with this stuff that we discussed. And then you know, you circled no to a financial advisor. I've got like three or four that send me active business. I could send you to one. There's no string attached. Would you want to meet with someone and talk about actually getting your will done and these things that you circled no on this form? It's a big difference between the mindset of being a salesperson versus being a consultant. A hundred percent. I mean, that's it, you and, and I really good. Consultant. We know the origin of salesman versus consultant, the guru of all trainers. And, and in the end, it does boil down to that. Do you yeah. believe, do you believe what you are? Yeah. Uh, you can sometimes believe too much. I don't believe, I believe this. I'm equally as valuable as anybody on that food chain. The realtor, yeah, the financial planner, the CPA, the estate attorney, the will person or whatever. 
I believe I'm equally as valued as any of them. Yeah. And, and, and why? Because I know collectively what every one of them does and more so than any of them ready. Here's what I get to look at for the client, their tax returns, their bank statements, their credit report, their divorce decrees, <laughs> their home. Like I get to look at them financially pretty much exposed 100%. And so that's where I go. Well, if I get to look at them more so than let's say the financial planner or the accountant and definitely the lawyer, like I'm, I'm looking at them from an angle that based on patterns and behavior and stuff, I'm managing their debt. I can very quickly say there's no reason to do this when you could do this. Call your accountant, call your financial planner. So I think those are the things that get me kind of jacked up that knowing that the value chain or the circle of trust that a mortgage person is critical to someone, especially someone that likes real estate. Yeah. And I think we all want to have those clients. So for me, you know, you know, you asked the question, how do you convert people at a higher rate? Ultimately you have to believe that what you provide and, and, and then you can back it up. Um, so I always say this when there's someone that doesn't want to come in, but I know they really do. This is my, this is the last freebie. Ready? I say this, Hey Dino, I promise you this. You were referred by Josh. I know your schedule's busy. I know you said next week's crazy. I promise you this. If you come in and you leave 45 minutes later and you stare at me and go, Brendan, everything you just showed me, I learned online at Quicken or Zillow mortgage. This was a waste of my time. Uh -huh. I will write you a check for a hundred dollars. I will buy you. What's your favorite uh, restaurant? Do you know? the palm, I'll buy you a $200 steak dinner. If, Cause I know when you come here, we're going to uncover something, maybe one or two huge nuggets that actually will be helpful to you. Is that fair? Got it. So I, if I have to eventually sell it with, I'm drawing a line in the sand telling you, if you come here, you will absolutely learn something. I'm, I'm pretty confident. Uh, I'm not pretty confident. I am 100% confident that there will be value in the meeting. Go back to this. Ready? Think about if you were single, ready? It's always, it's always goes back to this. If you were single and you were so confident and someone said, but what do like the, the idea of getting them to come to your place where you have a presentation and a formula, think of the movie with um, the guy from the office and uh, crazy stupid love. Do you remember the, the Gosling? how he was a total womanizer and he had his whole plan at his house. I know it's a terrible analogy, but it's the truth. If you have your own den and your own plan and you know that your stuff is good, you invite people in and you sell it with confidence. Now I don't bring people here to go ah, sign here. Give me your credit card. I mean, it's, it's not, I don't, I don't think I'm manipulating people. And at this point, if I can't find value in something, I mean, I, I got a screw loose or, or they were so good that they, you know, and it's just very rare that anybody's that good coming in. That's why they were referred to you. They need help, you know? Mm -hmm. And the last one I can think of who, uh, this is a true story. And I got Melissa here to vouch for me. I had a guy kind of referred randomly, um, had about almost 4 million in the bank. He used to make a million dollar salary, real quirky guy. He was looking to buy a million four place and he had already been approved through Wells private and he had a pretty good rate. 
I talked to him on the phone and I said, man, why don't you come in? He literally kind of did, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, why not just give me the spreadsheet, pal? And so I said, Chris, come in. You were referred by Brad. Uh, I know the house you're buying. I know the agent that has the listing on that. I think I know your agent. It's a small world. I promise I won't waste your time. Besides, you live like two miles from my office. And he was like, man, I like you. So he comes in. And when I, he comes in a little early, he starts walking around my office where I'm recording this right now, looking at all my pictures, looking at my memorabilia, looking at my books on my bookshelf and like, you know, like going, who is this guy? Like he sees me, right? He's smelling me. We sit down, we have this meeting. He ends up getting a quarter of a percent better deal through Wells because he was going to put a half million with them on a jumbo deal. But he was going to do something that I thought was a huge mistake with how he was going to finance and how much and, and, and all this stuff. So we spent 45 minutes. Um, I lost the deal, but he calls me a week later and he goes, man, I want to thank you. I totally did what you told me to do with Wells. And I, and I literally said to him, you're welcome. <laughs> and he goes, no, thank you. That's why I'm calling you. And I said, well, hey, we're, our, we're, our paths are going to cross in the future. I, I love meeting with you. And, you know, I'll just check in with you periodically. So I'm going to put him on my top of mind database as a past client, even though I didn't close his loan. I don't care. And I'm going to market to him. And, and, and the power in that was it was a guy that he had more cash than I did or do. And, you know, he didn't intimidate me. But bottom line is whatever. I was looking at what he decided and it was just an extra zero and I thought it was dumb based on what he told me. And he liked that. And the financial advisor didn't complain because I was basically telling the guy to put down less and keep money with his financial advisor <laughs> and do something else with it. Because I really believed that. So if you're, if you're trying to figure out how to be more challenging, maybe read the book, The Challenger Sale and understand what type of salesperson you are um, because there's different, there's five different types. And sometimes people that struggle with this, they want to build relationships and get chummy with people. And, and the new human being doesn't want, uh, people like having relationships with low value sales. Like, you know, I, I'm going to buy, um, a bed. So I liked my bed salesman, but it happened, you know, I bought the bed 20 minutes later, a complex sale. People like to be challenged. People like to be asked, harder questions because ultimately they want to go, huh, I didn't even think of that. Does that make sense? It does. So we went long. All good though. Like I think I took like three pages of notes here. <clears throat> good. That's good stuff. Thanks for giving us a glimpse on the inside on how you, how you work. Yeah. I think and I could, let me say this. I could always improve it. But I know when it works, Dino, it, it feels like a really good golf swing that it's almost like, God, that was easy. Sure. And, when the people, and then when the people say thanks and everything clicks into place, it's almost like, oh, God, why can't I just do this over and over and over all the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say if you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to learn more about how all that works or I'm, I'm ready to stop busting my hump on trying to convert leads. 
you know, there, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. Uh, so I would suggest this jump on our website, the ultimate business partners.com and click the button that says schedule a one-on-one call. It's the top right button. It's red. You just hop on our calendar. It's a free call. You know, it's a free call where we could just spend some time figuring out, are you, um, you know, what are you doing? And do one of the programs that we have would be a good fit for you. We're offering six different programs right now. You could check them out. But I think the first step is just kind of like Brendan was saying, start to identify and learn about things that you, that you don't know. And mm-hmm. then let's figure out how we can take that and change it. So you bring more value to the market and you probably already do, but like, how do you verbalize it and what systems yeah. you have in place and what's your presentation look like? You know, Dino, real quick, in 30 seconds or less, if you're listening and you've lost three or four prequels that you did over the phone, you got them all ready, you thought you had some good conversations and you were like their friend and then you got the dreaded, hey man, we went somewhere else. Um, or we fired our realtor, found another one and, and we met with this other guy. Thank you for all your help. I just say this, you just lost about, you know, six to 10 grand in commissions because your technique and your styling is off. Yep. Yep. And what you're adding value to that client really isn't value to that client. So if you need help changing that and you know you need help changing that and you're willing to invest in yourself, retrain yourself and use some techniques that we know work, uh, you know, like Dino said, click for a one-on-one. We can find a different, you know, product or service that we offer. The bottom line is, is you're, if you're raising your hand saying, I don't know exactly how to do this and I think you guys do, I know we do, we can help you. Boom. Well said. Right on. Thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks, Brendan. You're very welcome. Talk to you later.